Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1. For this, our driver ratings for the Spanish Grand Prix. We're going to give each driver a score from 0 to 10. It was originally 1 to 10, but Sergio Perez got a 0 in Monaco, so now it goes to 0 until someone does even worse than that. Then we have to go into the minuses. We haven't got too many low scores. We've got, well, actually we have. Let's have a look then. Firstly, you have to subscribe. That is the rules around here. You can't watch the video unless you subscribe. It's just rude. Um, but let's get into our scores. And we start with the Williams of Logan Sargent, who qualified 20th and finished the race in 20th. I've given him a 4 out of 10. I mean, you know, it's not great. You're last in literally both sessions. But I feel like he wasn't massively too far off last. And when no one has any DNFs, Someone has to be 20th, and that is Logan Sargent. I mean, I was, I've been thinking about Logan today because towards the start of the year, I was really kind of high on him. If you look at the first couple of races, I was praising him a lot, and that form from the first two races, I just haven't seen any of it since. I really do wonder what has happened with Logan Sargent there and hoping he can kind of come back good. Because remember at the start of the year, everyone's like, oh, it's the Latifi replacement. And for a while, he wasn't. But now he's falling into this place. I think it's the last two or three races now where he has been the last of the guys who have finished. And he has fallen into that Latifi spot, even though I do think he is quite considerably better at the moment than Latifi was. So hopefully we can come good for old Logan Sargent. Moving on to his teammate, Alexander Albon. He qualified 18th, finished the race in 16th. I've given him a 7 out of 10. Because, you know, like qualifying 18th, that's about where I expect the Williams to do. But he did make up some positions. You know, I think 7 out of 10 is good for Alex there. And, he, I mean, he's I think he's doing a great job at the Williams. Um, I don't know where he can go in terms of moving teams up the grid at the minute. If Williams won a form team around him, that could, su that could certainly work. But there was the photo that came out this week comparing the Red Bull underfloor to the uh, Williams underfloor. And, I mean, man, it's, it's like comparing a painting by, you know, Van Gogh and then comparing it to, you know, a little six-year-old kid's drawing crayon on a wall. And I mean that by no offence to the people that Williams, but yes, like, the Red Bull one is just so out of this world. Like, I don't understand how any of that bloody stuff works, but you just look at it, and you know it works. Whereas you look at the Williams one, and it's just basically flat. It's just a flat surface. I mean, Jesus Christ, no wonder they're not competing at the front when you see what the top guys have in comparison. But I'm hoping that they can get a good move on there. I've been impressed by what James Vowles has done so far. I've been impressed by Albon. I've been impressed by Sargent in times. I think they've got a good basis here to move forward, and hopefully they do. Moving on to AlphaTauri now, though. Nick DeVries started 14th, finished 14th, getting a 5 out of 10. I mean, I think 14th is pretty good for the AlphaTauri all in all. And, you know, good job, Nick. Well done. You haven't crashed in the last two races. Well done. On to Yuki Tsunoda, though. He qualified 15th, finished the race in 12th. He actually finished the race, I think it was 8th or 9th. Got a ridiculous penalty, which I don't think was deserved at all, especially when you see the defensive manoeuvres of Esteban Ocon, which went away with nothing. I've given him a 6 out of 10 all in all, because even if he had finished 12th, that's a good position for the Alpha Tauri. He finished higher, so 6 out of 10, I think is fair. Actually, I'm going to give him one more point. It's going to go to a 7, because... That penalty was unneeded, so there you go. 
Onto the Hasses now, and Nico Hulkenberg, he qualified 17th, finished the race in 15th, giving him a 6 out of 10. I think this is where the Hass. Oh no, he qualified 7th, sorry, not 17th, and finished the race in 15th. I'm giving him a 6, because I think 15th is about where the Hass should be. And he just did a fantastic job in qualifying. I just wish the Hass lads were able to take that one lap pace and turn it into 60 lap pace because it seems to go away at the minute and then you just seem like the Hasses were just constantly in the pits in these races as well I mean Kevin Magnussen he qualified 17th finished the race in 18th I gave him a 5 out of 10 I want the Hasses to do so much better than this and he's just not looking good for them at the minute this you know it just seems like they're the guys I think in F1 at the minute it is very difficult because you have got four teams who are always going to be in the top 10 so that's the top eight places are locked in so you really have the bottom two places which you know most of the time is occupied by the Alpines so you need to beat the Alpines and a team like a Haas or a Williams or an Alfa Tauri it's very difficult to beat the Alpines so that's is how it goes at the minute it's a tough old world for the smaller teams in Formula 1 at the minute speaking of the Formula, the smaller teams Teams. These used to be a smaller team. They are a bigger team this weekend. Well, this year. They had a bad weekend this weekend. It is the Astons. Lance Stroll qualified fifth, finished the race in sixth. As much as this is a great weekend for Lance, he beat his teammate in both sessions. You know, I think sixth is still not really that great for an Aston. I mean, it's his second best result of the year. He finished fourth in Australia, but that was just pure luck. No skill on his behalf, in my opinion. Um, yeah, sick for him. I gave him a 7 out of 10. And I've given, I'll give Fernando a 6. He qualified 8th and finished 7th. Bad result for Aston, all things considered, this year. So 7 and a 6, I think, is fair. Moving across to Alfa Romeo, Zhou Guan Yu qualified 13th, finished the race in 9th, giving him an 8 out of 10. Great result from Zhou. I mean, Zhou, I think, is becoming a little star here at Alfa Romeo. I think when Audi come in in 2026... Um, if they uh, if they still have him at that point and he can be this consistent and they can give him something, I think he could be challenging, not maybe for championships, but definitely for like podiums and all that kind of stuff. I think he's very good. He's getting better all the time. Can't say the same for his teammate, Valtteri Bottas. Qualified 16th, finished the race in 19th, give him a 4. I mean, it's just not good enough. When you're the experienced guy, the go-to guy, you know, you've won Constructors' Championships with Mercedes, you're an integral part of that team. On your day, you could challenge Lewis Hamilton in both qualifying and the race, and now you're just being put to bed by Zhou Guan Yu. Maybe Zhou Guan Yu is just the greatest of all time, and we've all misjudged this entire thing. But yeah, Valtteri's not been getting the results that he should be getting this year, and it's another bad weekend for him here, 4 out of 10. Moving on to McLaren. Oscar Piastri qualified 9th, finished the race in 13th. Great qualifying for him, ninth place in the, in the McLaren. Very good. But yeah, I think 13th, once again, you know, these teams, they're big names, but when there's so many consistently good guys at the front, 13th is a good result for a team like McLaren at the minute, as bad as that sounds. I've given him um, a 6 out of 10, because I think that's where he should be. Okay, here comes a controversial one. It's Lando Norris. He qualified third and he finished the race in 13th. I've given him a 3 out of 10. No, he, he finished the race in 17th, sorry. I've still given him a 3 out of 10. Despite that being one of the best qualifying laps he might ever put in, that qualifying position is entirely useless if you can't make it past the second corner in a race. I mean, he was in a fantastic position here to do something really good. He was inevitably always going to go backwards. There's no way that even if that if that incident was avoided, Lando wouldn't have finished on the podium. He wouldn't have won the race. He wouldn't have challenged like that. 
he maybe wouldn't have even been in the top five or six. But points, 100% on the card here for McLaren. And like I've said throughout this entire video, when you're a smaller team and the top teams are so consistent, points are hard to come by. And that is a, that's a position there where McLaren needed Lando to convert and he didn't. He let the team down here in an incident that could have been easily avoided fighting for a position he was never going to keep. 3 out of 10, I think, is being kind. We'll move on to Alpine now. So Pierre Gasly, he qualified 4th, but then that got pushed down to 10th because of the grid penalties for the impeding, which is just stupid stuff that his team should be telling you about. He finished the race in 10th as well. I've given him a 7. I mean, I would have loved to see what he would have done from 4th, but unfortunately... We never did. I think that was... Obviously, you know, he could look in his mirrors and see they're there, but that is mostly on the team for not telling him twice that people are coming around on a hot lap. Uh, yeah, I think 7 out of 10 is fair. He started where he finished. 10th place. It's good. Ocon, though, qualified 6th. Finished the race in 8th. I've given him an 8 out of 10. 8th is a good result for the Alpines. All happy in Alpine land at the minute. Double points finish. On to Mercedes, their best weekend of the year. George Russell started in 12th. Uh, he sweated a bit and he thought it was rain. Then he finished in 3rd. I've given him a 9 out of 10. The reason it's not a 10, qualifying was bad. He should not have been in 12th. This is the second time this year he's gone out in Q2. For a man who used to be called Mr. Saturday at the Williams, he hasn't had that many great Saturday performances this year. But yeah, finishing the race on the podium. First podium of the year. 9 out of 10. Great job. Lewis Hamilton, though, qualified 4th. Great qualifying for him. Finished the race in 2nd. 10 out of 10. Literally, in that Mercedes, I don't think you could get better. Yes, he could have got on the front row in qualifying, but you know what matters more than qualifying? The race, where he finished 2nd on a weekend where the person who finished 1st was literally unbeatable in every single session. So Lewis Hamilton gets a 10 out of 10 for me. On to the Ferraris, and Carlos Sainz qualified second, finished the race in fifth. I gave him a six out of ten. I mean, you know, it's a tough one with the Ferraris and the Mercedes. It seems like every single week one is quicker than the other. They're not really, like, it's not consistently one is faster than the other at the minute. So is fifth the best he could do? I mean, I certainly think that he could have possibly put up a bit more of a fight against a George Russell that was starting 12th. Maybe a bit more of a fight against a Perez who was starting 11th. Uh, yeah, I think 6 out of 10 is fair for him. His teammate, on the other hand, though, qualified 19th, finished the race on 11th. He's also got a 3 out of 10. Awful weekend for Charles Leclerc. One to forget in a hurry. Moving on to the Red Bulls, though, are the final team to talk about today. Sergio Perez, he qualified 11th, finished the race in 4th. I gave him a 7 out of 10. I mean, abysmal qualifying performance when you see how fast that Red Bull is. But he kind of made up for it. I think if he pushed a bit more, the podium was on at some point. It wasn't on later on when the when Crofty were two laps to go. It was going, oh, can he gain four seconds? No, he can't. But, you know, if he'd been a bit quicker throughout the middle section of the race, maybe the podium was on. So 7 out of 10 for him. Then, finally, Max Verstappen qualified first, finished first, 10 out of 10. He Grand slam. He did everything. He pole, led every lap, won the race, fastest lap. Topped uh, all three practice sessions. What more can you ask for? 10 out of 10. So there we go. That is the driver ratings for this weekend's Spanish Grand Prix. Let me know which you agree with, which you disagree with. And I will see you in two weeks' time for more driver ratings for the Canadian Grand Prix. 
pronounce that a bit weird then. Uh, in between now and then, though, there will be a video coming out on Friday for this channel, so make sure to subscribe to that. Until next time, I'll see you then. Goodbye.